Welcome to the Neoborn and Ania Human Show. Both sides of the Atlantic. Atlantic City? No. Atlantic. With an S? I mean it. Atlantis. Actually, Boston. And London. I 90 Radio. Trans Radio UK. And Mystery Box Radio. It's season five. Hello, hello, hello again. Welcome back to our universe. Well, it's not a universe. Really, why would you go there? I mean, come on, wait a little bit. Up until Jordan B. Peterson is releasing his new version of free universe. It is only $4,000 or maybe less later on. It will be cool and awesome for you. Why would you go for these crazy indoctrination institutions? You can have a different one. And for lots of money, so it's cool. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, knowledge should be free. Just think of the internet. I mean, this version, what we know over that web and so on. Uh, do you remember the Gutenberg Galaxy? I mean, you know, Gutenberg, yes, 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 yes. That guy, you know, a couple of hundred years ago who created, uh, well, maybe he did not create, but actually he was named as the creator or the best creator of the printing machine. And uh, later on in the early 70s, an engineer, the DARPA, just uh, figured out, hey, why not to put everything online? And then the whole humanity could learn and it would be free and it would be awesome. That's how the Gutenberg galaxy started out. And that why, that's why the whole thing was beautiful in the beginning. However, I mean the very web, uh, but now just try it. Oh no, you can't access this page. This one is not too money, money, not too money, money. Give me more money, money. Go not to give me more money, 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 money here. Paywalling it because we would like to show you how the world is moving just two dollars per week. You know, whatever, you know, it's everywhere. New York Times is like doing this, like like the Nigerian prince, because, oh, we don't have enough, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, investors, or uh, we don't have uh, enough advertisers, or just people couldn't care less about us because we were lying to them. Yeah, I mean, that's here. Uh, about lies, to me, we'll be a little bit, uh, <laughs> let's say, we try to be positive, just like Charlie Sheen started to be very positive. Well, I know it's a bad joke, bad taste. I know, I know. Well, what did you expect? You tuned here. What did you expect? I mean, come on. On the other hand, I can see now Ryan Gosling's beautiful, well, apps. Well, not that beautiful, to be honest. I, I don't really like that kind of attitude and wardrobe he's wearing at the Barbie movie. Um, have you seen the Barbie movie? People say that is the atomic bomb against the humanity and masculinity. Is it true? I don't know. Have you seen that? Uh, I don't want to watch that, to be honest. Um, I appreciate art. I appreciate good acting. But you know what? First and foremost, we need a good story. And for me, a plastic toy without the whole the body parts in that, because yeah, they don't have genitals, on just... You know, why? I don't want to watch any song about that. When I was a child, I started to draw, you know, comics. And that time, you know, I had completely no knowledge of anything else outside of my own little bubble. Therefore, when I realized I'm not the best at, you know, figures and so on, so I said, okay, what about if I had uh, cars talking, you know, the cars going and, and actions like that. A couple of years later, it turns out that there was a storyline about that. Yes, I'm talking about Transformers. See, maybe great minds, or no, maybe the aliens sucked out of my knowledge and gave it to Mattel, who knows? Or maybe they thought of the most of the boys can't draw uh, at all. Why would they do that? It was just awesome for boys to be able to draw and to, you know, 
develop and improve their technique. But no, 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 boys can't do that. Boys can't do that. No, boys should do that because we shouldn't even call them the boys. Okay, what I'm talking about. Today we are going to talk about why India has lost her voice. No, we are not going to talk about. Today we are going to talk about a charming city with a dangerous side. Yes. London? No. New York? No. Pompeii? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I'm not talking about that. Or maybe we are going to the Italian PMs who's placebo frontman for defamation. Yes, the band and the Italian PM and suing the placebo frontman. What the heck is going on? Yeah, no, we are not going to talk about all the news. Why would we talk about all the news or yesterday news? What I want to talk about is... Uh, where are the gods? Okay, so let's go medical. Some of you remember in England, for example, what the troubles were. And it was not funny, it was not good. And some others of you might remember what the coal strikes were. It was not funny, not good, but it happened. And some others of you or your great-grandparents remember that the 70s were not only about the reggae, but also some clashes and not just the band. And yes, we all know that all the boys and the girls went uh, to pubs and got drunk and so on. Still, they do that today with their funny crazy dance. Do you remember when the Mont Python had this uh, crazy walk? with uh, John Cleese? Well, I uh, know for a fact that Brits pub are filled with crazy dance moves. Yeah, so take this, Korean dance groups. You cannot even imitate what you can see in any rural or less than rural pubs in England any time of the year. By the way, if there is a climate boiling now, how come that Welsh needed to turn on the heating now? Yes, you eat bugs, therefore you will repair the alien invasion. Yeah, that's the same story. No, no, no. This this exactly like what Disney has been doing with Star Wars. No sense. Come back to this point. So where is the gut? from the Brits and for the rest of the Western world too. I mean, at least the French do something about their tyrants. Well, of course, they are playing this into their hands because soon their freedom of movement and communication will be banned. How do I know it? Because this beautiful guy, the lover of Trudeau, no, it didn't happen. Those are just fake pictures. We know it. We know it. So this Macron just, uh, is, is it Macaron? I mean, Macaron at least edible, but it's bad for the tummy because it will cause cancer because it's full of sugar. Well, that's what we all know, yeah? Because if you eat sugar, you will get cancer. If you eat salt in the early 70s, you will have diabetes. No, you will have a heart attack. Oh, 30 years later, if you don't eat sugar, you will die. Or if you don't eat salt, you will die. So what's going on? Lies, lies, lies. Can we believe in our eyes? Because if you just go on a date, for example, and you just see somebody, oh, that's a beautiful lad or girl, and might be a big surprise in the package at home, but even the face. I mean, you look at the Kardashians, they've been lying that, oh, we haven't fixed our faces, this is just our makeup product. Yeah, of course, sure. And Nick Fury's secret invasion was awesome. Yeah, just try to lie that much. Okay, so if Americans don't know what I'm talking about, well, this is on you. I mean, educate yourself. Not from the school and not from your favorite go-to rioter or somebody who is enraging you because that's also distraction. You have to have your own mindset about things. So, where is the God from the people in the 
you know, in the England and in the Wales and in the Scotland, in the Northern Ireland. And what about the Irish? Why do they let the, the, the population replacement is taking over? Why do they let it? I mean, I mean, they should just really go to their local representatives and shake them off their comfort zone while they are getting the money, the subsidiaries from the World Economic Forum. Oh, that's not happening, isn't it? No population replacement. No, why would that happen? No, no, that's not. We are just helping other people. Uh, speaking of help and lives, tell me this one. How come how come the 20 miles per hour, okay, for Europeans, it's really, 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 really bad little speed okay it's okay in vast to drive and people are not saying hey come on fork off we don't need your shite in our country because that's what they're doing i mean why why you really just count a little bit just try to imagine that all right maybe fossil fuel cars are not the best for the environment maybe you are right but probably not this way because if you are trying to bully others by force and deceived and grooming other generations into that one to hate the other ones then probably you will rot in hell how can i know because i read the bible i mean it's a crazy story i know i read the bible and also i read many other things not just the bible but yeah okay i know i know you don't understand what the term reading means so gen z Reading is something what you do with your eyes connected to your brain does not necessarily include digital alteration of reality and you have an inner monologue and you and you're still not crazy and you are trying to figure out some imaginative ideas and try to put things together in your own way. Yes, that means you are not in a row to death and the green mile of mental depletion. All right, that was a syntax I have no idea had any meaning or not, but I can tell you this one. There are war criminals, and let's say, who is a war criminal? Yeah, okay, Tony Blair is a war criminal, just like George Bush is a war criminal. Invading a country for no reason, deceiving the public, and when some people, like journalists, are trying to warn the time, they suddenly commit the Russian suicide. You know what is Russian suicide? Well, when you accidentally have an axe in the back of your back, and uh, then what's happening? Oh, yeah, I, I just... Shoot my tomahawk and it spun around and just it killed me. That's what you do. Or well, suddenly you go in a place where you usually don't go and you just jump down because that's what you do. Or suddenly you forget to have a rope and you are bungee jumping and you still think I am kidding and you are still thinking that is a propaganda. No, it is from your big black cockadly do channel. So read why tony blair is still accepted or once again accepted especially when he's talking bias i would say bullshit i would say crap i would say shite i would say other words too here but i would like to respect your ears and your mind how come that he is now another representative of the world economic forum and telling people that hey eat bugs and you know what we don't need you we need despanels what i don't need despanels the last time when despanels was there mangala was still in charge if you, okay, Gen Z, Mangala is not uh, like merengue, okay? It is not a dance, okay? Mangala was a bad guy, okay? So, why? 
because shit gates are it. I can't say Bill Gates because I'm not going to name Bill Gates. I will say shit gates. It might be a different person. Who knows? And this is not a comedy anymore. Or is it a comedy? I mean, if it is a comedy, it is like a Terry Gilliam version, a very bad one. No, no, I know Terry Gilliam was great. Okay, but if you watch Brazil, you know, it is kind of inconvenient to watch, but not necessarily because of the topic, but because, okay, some lack of budget, I don't know. But at least he tried to do something. And you, we all know from the rest of the gang that every sperm is sacred. You know, it was not a tune, but just I just remember the lines. Okay, Tony Blair is out <laughs> and is saying that we need despotness, we need uh, to lock down the people, people should not rebel, and so on. Why Why people are letting these war criminals go free and not rebelling against? Okay, you might like this guy. I don't. I tell you why. Because it's okay to make a mistake. It is okay completely you break your word if you say that, hey, I was wrong, hey, I didn't want to do that, or say, hey, well, I thought I would say and do the right thing, and, you know, try to do different after that. However, if you still keep lying, but anything and everything else points to the fact that you've been lying, probably just shut up. And what's happening? Uh, why I am mad, for example, at Tony Blair and all these things? I tell you why. Uh, not just because of the lies. A lot of soldiers do remember to Fallujah, yeah, the siege of Fallujah and other things. And more and more documentaries are coming out, and all these service members are describing uh, and showing that it was a complete utter nonsense and how plainly innocent people were dragged out of their homes, murdered in front of their families, and so on. And I'm not only talking about adult males. And uh, yes, that's a country where, you know, males were males. Anyway, and you know, I don't know how to, to, how to put this, okay? Because I don't want to scare you away from listening anymore because how great it is to talk about. But there are other victims of Fallujahs. Okay, and I, I tell you why it is important today in 2023. Because uh, the same thing is happening now in the Ukraine-Russian proxy war. What am I talking about? Yes. Do you remember that in Vietnam, there was a napalm, the Agent Orange, and so on. And for generations, even today, thousands and thousands of children are born with birth defects. Okay? Guess what? After the siege of Fallujah, where depleted uranium was used, not a little, suddenly, the children born with birth defects 11 times more than before. Okay, so what do we have to do with this incompatible with life problems from 20 years ago? Yeah, the problem is that when there is an empire, the Brit or the American, because it's not a country, it's an empire, it behaves like an empire, uh, then it cannot be called as a country anymore. And they maybe the people are great, but still they don't do any shite about that. And if they did, it would be a different place, more democracy and less bullshit. When you watch the medical uh, photos of children born without nose, without spine, without skull, without limbs, or for example, one limb has four others attached, usually they die in 20-30 minutes after their birth but some of them live longer. And yes, it is a contaminated country. 
Okay, you say, okay, Fallujah, yeah, who cares, long time ago. Yes, I don't even remember who Tony Blair was, maybe a good guy, good old person, just like Joe Biden, very good to the children. <laughs> yeah, of course, you are very good to the children. Yeah, of course, especially if you're a Biden. The research linked the rise in Fallujah birth defects and cancers to the U.S. assault. Yes, oh no, it it, it, it is not a problem, who cares, you know, and... Uh, and why would be important now we can deny anything all right you might say it's an old guardian news who yeah okay the series of guardian news series of researches who cares however if you check your big black cockadly do so still existing so-called media but radio propaganda thing even they admit when talking about the bbc they still admit that even the united nations yes that un which has been taken over by the VEF sponsors, Shit Gates and the rest of the gang, they also admit that, okay, we, we, we examine the things, we cross-reference the things three times, or a series of researches, and yes, the use of depleted uranium weapons and birth defects may be linked. And also, in a post-conflict environment, the presence of depleted uranium residues can further increase the anxiety of local populations. And not only that, skin irritation, kidney failure, and increase the risks of cancer. The chemical toxicity of depleted uranium is considered a more significant issue than the possible impacts of its radioactivity, it says. Residues can further increase the anxiety of local populations. Come on, it is not anxiety when your child is not being born because dead in your womb. Or it comes out, compared to that, the elephant man looked nice. And the elephant man did not look nice. If you don't know what elephant man was, Watch the movie, okay, Americans. Gen Z, you know what? Forget it. Forget it. You don't you don't know. Elephant Man, you know, is an X-Man. You haven't read the new Dark X-Man series. Elephant Man is from then. Okay, for the Brits, you know what I'm talking about. Is it legal? Yes, because the under the Article 36 of the first protocol with the 1977 additional to the Geneva Conventions of 1949, the UK's depleted uranium shares are capable of being used lawfully in international armed conflict. Okay, I have a problem here. If it is a regional war between Ukraine and Russia, and it is very often described as uh, as a siblings war, then how come the UK is giving depleted uranium weapons to one side of the conflict? Because, don't get me wrong, the radioactivity, the defected children, serious injuries even at birth that are incompatible to life, they, they will be everywhere. Not just in the Ukrainian and the Russian side, everywhere for decades. Let me ask you this. What the heck the UK is doing with this? Do you want to have them? Do you think you have the power? Okay, then just make them sit down and let's get it over. You know, this you don't need to murder the next generations because that's what you've been doing. So where are the gods of the Brits? Because it is happening. It is happening. Doesn't mind if the UK still defends sending depleted uranium shells after Putin's warning. It is not about uh, who is stronger or, in the old terms, who had a bigger little Richard and so on. Why? Is it still okay 
Is it still okay to accept? And now it will be a very interesting thing. Sadiq Kwan saying that, oh yeah, the U.S. expansion faces home counties council rebellion. That's a good thing. So that means six out of seven local authorities refuse to sign deal with the TFL that would allow warning signs to be erected. <laughs> That's very phallic, yeah? And uh, so on. But the judge, you know, the Supreme Court goes against this. So I don't know. Why would you accept to be made a compliant, surveilled, uh, you know, second-ranked taxpayer entity instead of full-fledged citizen. And people are still not taking the streets. They are not learning from the French, but they are still accepting these things. Or they are going to have their weekend or daytime with their crazy moves uh, at a dance club called Pub in England. All right, you say, oh, yeah, but who cares? All right, you're not rebelling. But when your British spy chief, the former one, confesses that COVID was engineered to depopulate the planet, yes, true story. The former head of the British Secret Intelligence Service, called MI6, has warned the public that COVID was engineered by scientists in the Wuhan Institute of Virology to depopulate the planet. What? 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 No, 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 that's science fiction. It cannot happen. That's propaganda. Okay, you know what? You have social media and just ask. Sir Richard Dearlove, <laughs> that's a beautiful name, Dearlove, claims that there was evidence to indicate that the coronavirus had been tailored to spread rapidly around the world before being deliberately leaked from the Wuhan lab. Dearlove, who headed MI6 between 1999 and 2004, admitted that the analysis of COVID shows that it had been mugged around with by virologists to be highly infectious among humans. And he says, it's a natural virus that's been, as it were, mugged around with uh, and the characteristics of things like a spike protein, which make it so highly infectious, also point in direction of it being somewhat tailored, he said. Okay. So also say the ex-spy chief blasted the recent investigation by the CCP-linked World Health Organization as partial. Oh, yes, we know that. I think there is a balance of probability, the love asserts. And yes, cannot be proven. And so, but if you, if you just go a little bit beyond your average and obvious indoctrinating propaganda newspapers, then you will find that more than people say, okay, there might be a little bit layered reality than the so-called truths forced on us. Okay, once again, once again, we are not talking about America right now where pedalboarding with the former president of the state can be as dangerous as you were, for example, <laughs> the friend of Hillary Clinton. Anyway, moving on. How come that still nothing is happening? Okay, nothing is happening. Where are the gods? Why are you not rebelling in the right way? You don't have to take down the streets. You don't have to burn cars just like the French do. But you, what you can do, for example, is say, okay, opting out from shopping for three days. Oh, I have enough food at home. Or just, you know what, don't opt out from shopping the things that you don't actually need. That would halt your economy. Or just say, you know what, for one day, I'm not going to go to work. Just imagine that. And the other day, the other two million people won't go to work. Imagine that. You won't lose that much money because you don't get enough money. If you get enough money to work, you wouldn't even live in the UK. You would move to a better country with a better environment and a better weather. Oh, but the global is boiling. The global is boiling. The globe is boiling. No, no, it cannot boil because John Kerry said in 2009 that and uh, with, together with Agor that in five years, so by 2014, the snow globe would happen again, which did not happen actually in the early 70s either, but it did not happen now. Uh, the great 
Greta, the new puppet of the VEF, says, okay, but, 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 but just by two years ago, which or the past, if I count right, the Earth will be gone. We would boil to death. But if you compare all the charts, it says, yes, you know, in reality, a new micro thing is coming. That means the last couple of hundred years of so-called little ice age or whatever is over now and we're going back to the normal. So, yeah... I don't know. So we have this. I don't know. Can I call this a girl or lady? Because if somebody is Klaus Schwab's daughter and says that permanent climate lockdown is coming, whether you like it or not, this is not an exaggeration. It is real. So according to Nicole Schwab, Schwab yourself, the COVID pandemic was a tremendous opportunity to test how the public would comply with the VEF's plans to usher in the Great Reset Agenda. Come on! Neil Bonkeban, that's me, I've been telling this, well, a long time. Yes, me, myself, and I, so that's why I usually have, not has. So, climate emergency narrative must be promoted because create a change that is not incremental to position nature at the core of the economy, according to Schwab's offspring. I don't know. Is it a design baby? We will talk about that. Taking the point of view of business and economy and looking at where are there opportunities to create jobs and regenerate nature. You don't want to regenerate nature. You are murdering nature. Literally, you are murdering the cows, the trees, the ocean, the seabed, everything. Because that's what you do. Because you don't need. You are a Malthusian. You know, Malthusian was a brick. And he said that time, oh my God, when they only knew about England and uh, some sailor, you know, ports and that's all. You know, what what would happen? What would happen? Oh my God, the earth is too flat for us. Come on, the earth is round and bigger than you saw that time a couple of hundred years ago. But still, these Malthusians say, okay, we only need 500 million people and we decide who is that 500 million people. And uh, why it is good to decide who is that 500 million people? Because we can decide. And the rest of you? <laughs> there is no rest of you. When propaganda, which is used by the fascist and the communist, is really pursuing an agenda to murder the rest of the planet and groom the next generation to accept it, that, hey, soil and green is great, soil and green is great, then what are you doing? Why aren't you saying that, we don't need your education. Remember, we don't need your education. Yeah, I know it was not a tune, but come on, Brits Pop, you can do this. And let me right at the outset define what I mean by alienation. It's the cry of men who feel themselves the victims of blind economic forces beyond their control. It's the frustration of the great mass of ordinary people excluded from the processes of decision making. It's the feeling of despair and hopelessness that pervades people who feel with every justification that they have no real say in shaping or determining their own destinies. If automation and technology is accompanied as it must be with full employment, then the leisure time available to man will be enormously increased. This being so, then our whole concept of education must change. The object must be to equip and educate people for life, not for work, solely for what values and false morality that underlies these attitudes. A rat race is for rats. We are not rats. We are human beings and people insult 
doctors when they talk about our participation in a rat race. Reject the insidious pressures in society that would blunt your critical faculties to all that is happening around you. That would caution silence in the face of injustice, lest you jeopardize your chances of promotion and self-advancement. Because this is how it starts. And if you start before you know where you are, you're a fully, a fully paid up member of the rat pack. The price is too high. It entails the loss of your dignity and human spirit. Or as Christ put it, what doth it profit a man if he gain the whole world and suffer the loss of his soul? Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show! You were never good for me. So, who do we have here? Of course, one hashtag. And this is Electrical Blue. If he said, no, he's one of the funniest lads on earth. Well, he lives in a character, he lives as a character. But Paul Hester is also a good mirror that shows the vanity in the world and how people should really realize that they go nice that maybe there are things beyond their own identity. Anyhow, I've been following one hashtag for years now and he has been evolving a lot. And I think he's amazing. And uh, if you check the interviews with him, he is really himself. In that character that he is himself. And you know what? I think he looks great. Because he does a lot of things to look great. And, you know, like training. Anyhow, as for the song, well... He loves disco, he loves dance, and it's kind of putting back to the older great vibes to the modern era. And I guess he has a good chance to be even more recognized worldwide because he has just started to find the best or most reachable team around him. So whenever you are in Miami, or in Canada, or maybe in Paris, just catch him, I mean, at the concert. 
he might be the best thing you can experience that night. So more hashtag in Article B. After we were great examples of globally maintaining social distancing, wearing masks, mass vaccinations, and acceptance of contact tracing applications for public health, which demonstrated of the core of individual social responsibility, the next step is, well, the real thing. And the real thing will confine you in your quarters. The last time in the West, we experience this kind of charity when you have camps, even if you don't want, but you can go to work, you can do whatever. That was, for example, in Poland, you know, and uh, it's called ghettos. And for a while you could walk out with a special paper and you can go out and you can work, you can come back. And after a while you were taken to another place, a different camp, never got back. So decide with this what you want. It is very inconvenient. It's a mark of the beast! Oh, yes, of course. There are marks of the beast, of course. Speaking of, Eric Loomis, you don't remember, it's old news, old news, old news. Well, Eric Loomis was not a god guy. Yeah, he was really a scum. However, what happened to him is interesting, okay? He was a scum in many, many ways. And uh, he did things what normal people don't do. For example, he was a registered sex offender, okay? And uh, it was not nice. But a decade ago, come on, we are talking about a decade ago. And yes, Jensen, you know what? Still, when you saw the Teletubby was real. He was arrested, okay? And he was accused of driving a car that had been used in a shooting. This guy... Eric Loomis was not the part of that other crime. He did not commit, he had nothing to do with that. Although, he did not stop for the police at first. And, uh, yeah, he drove somebody else's car. That's also true. All right, we can say it's bad. So, what are the consequences when people having... uh, this is a real story, having an absolute uh, not consensual sexual relationship with a minor, just like it happened with this teacher lady who was 30, but the guy was 13, got 60 days in jail, and that's it. And uh, the, most of the reaction was, hey, the boy must have enjoyed this. So, But just imagine if the roles were reversed, yeah? That would be a different rebellion against humanity, yeah? Why not uh, we skip Eric Loomis? Because even 10 years ago, he got 11 years in prison. Okay, why? Somehow. Yes, it's the same Wisconsin who... (laughs) Yes, the same Wisconsin, which just completely made headlines the other day that uh, young Christian teenagers were, you know, just reading up the Bible, not too loud, in a public place, it was nothing to do to disturb other people. I've seen the video, but they got into not fighting the police because they don't fight when you know they are overpowered and you uh, put into handcuffs. It's very crazy. So the same with Consim. He was a decade ago, ten years ago, Americans was sentenced for eleven years 
to prison by an algorithm. Yes, you might be surprised. Algorithm called Compass. Okay? So, Compass is an algorithm developed by a private company, North Point INC, that calculates the likelihood of someone committing another crime and suggests what kind of supervision a defendant should receive in prison. The results come from a survey of the defendant and information about his or her past conduct. Compass assessments are a data-driven complement to the written presenting reports long compiled by law enforcement agencies. Okay. Is it a minority report now? Company official says the I'm using this very interesting pronunciation today. Okay, company, 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 company. Anyway, so the company officials say that uh, the algorithm's results are backed by research. <laughs> okay, cool. Let me show. No, let us see. No, you can't because they are pretty much tight-lipped about it details because it's propriety. The key to our product is the algorithms, and they are propriety, said the Jeffrey Harmon at that time, the general manager of North Point is. We created them, and we don't release them, because it's certainly a core piece of our business. It's not about looking at the algorithms, it's about looking at the outcomes. Okay, 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 hold, hold, hold on your horses. So, what? <laughs> so, here is a private company providing a software, nobody's called AI, but of course, it is none of this is AI. Just what would happen when this would be implemented? And uh, they were implemented a decade ago. Okay, but where is the real footwork, the legwork? Why were the judges? Well, we have too much burden. We have to work for our money, so it's saving time for us. I don't have to work so much for my money, say the judge. Well, that's the short version. Do other states uh, use compassion programs like this? Oh, yes. It's crazy in risk assessment results, in corrections facilities, and uh, in, in many, 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 many places. And you would say, oh yeah, okay, this is why I don't get a credit loan from my bank because I was examined by a stupid software and they don't see my heart and so on. But come on, when did it become normal socially accepted that a stupid software what somebody else writes would be okay to take over other people's life. I mean, because if you think of Eric Loomis' case, he did not deserve 11 years in prison. Well, he spent six years in prison and five years under very heavy surveillance. I'm not saying that he was innocent. I'm saying that probably the law is not right. And also, um, I can't really comprehend why we still accept these things. And so, yeah, okay, I read it, let's move on. I need a new, my new binge watch, Netflix, whatever. I need to vote for the next BGT, AGT, KGB, whatever thing. And um, why? Where are the gods? I mean, yeah, there are a lot of guts in, 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 in the battlefield, but where are the guts to step up and say, okay, that we are plummeting into hell. Well, we've been living in hell, but we don't want to live in hell anymore. So do you want to be sent to prison by a software? Because it's not going to happen. It has already been happening for a long while. And by now, actually, even the defendants are uh, using... Um, 
<clears throat> you know, some some write-ups, not just GPT, but other versions of that. You know, to 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 have a to make a case for themselves. So it's AIs against AI, sort of language learning models against language learning models. Now, is it any different from China? No. We don't have that strong fences yet. We don't have that publicly visible social score or social credit score system, just like it was depicted in the seventh episode of the first season of The Oriole, which proved to be eerily accurate. If you haven't watched The Orville, do that. First one or two seasons are a little bit more of a fun. Third season, oh my god, that's a movie experience. Everything that Star Trek could have been, or should have been, or might have been. So, anyway, why? Do you accept it? Do you want an opinion to send you to prison? Do you want Do you want an algorithm send you to prison? Do you want an algorithm saying, hey, you didn't smile at the auto of the casa, you didn't wave your hand for an extra tip for the machine, so you are not going to get out of your 15 minutes walking territory. Okay, that's science fiction. No, that's reality on Earth. And you know what, Brits? It's happening in Oxfordshire and all around. No, it's not like that. Oh, it is exactly like that. So where are your guts? Why aren't you smart enough to stand together and say, okay, we don't want this. We don't want to be a prison island. We don't want to see what happened in the 28 days later movie or 28 weeks later movie because we don't want to be isolated. Well, in the meantime, you are not because a population replacement has been happening in your country. Just like in the USA, just like in France, just like in Germany. What's happening? Where are your gods? Don't go against people. Go against the tyrants, the liars, and the people who are taking advantage of your goodwill. Those are called politicians. Freedom of speech or the right to protest or assemble or associate or express ourselves or have free media or disagree with the government. Anyone who does so is arrested, charged, and jailed as political dissidents. My father was just found guilty of inciting mischief for giving a sermon to the truckers when they went and stood for our rights in 2022. A Christian sermon that referenced the solidarity movement was criminal in our government's eyes. A charge that has a penalty of up to 10 years in prison. This case sets a precedent to all Canadians and the world if you allow this to happen, that anybody, including politicians and media, do not have the freedom to say or express what they have on their hearts for fear that what they say is mischief and could be liable to prison. I myself have been charged for preaching and reading the Bible publicly because the government claims the Bible isn't inclusive and is hateful. This is what the Canadian government is doing to us. Are you good at drawing, we were talking about that a little bit earlier, are you good at imagining things? I mean, sometimes we envision, oh, we wish we had a better house, wish we went for a cruise, wish we visit another planet, you know? And uh, some other times we imagine a beautiful family, oh yeah. Oh my God, if my teenager were a different person, that would be beautiful. Yeah, anyway, now you can design your baby. True story. That's true story. 
AI will fuel disturbing build the child industry. However, you know, it's a problem because when parents design children like an accessory, they aren't that different from a child trafficker. Oh yes, we are on point now. Yeah, are you still commuting? Are you still trying to enjoy your night? Now let's disturb it. So there is this late uh, product called Remini. It's called AI. It's not AI. Okay, it's language learning model. Well, we are not even there where the AGIs would come, but who cares? Let's be dumb the people down, okay? If we had AI, humanity would be doomed immediately. That's not a question. So hopefully we won't never get there. So this Remini program allows users to upload photos of themselves and their partner to generate images of what their future child could look like. Well, cool. That sounds great, now huh? Because, well, you can envision of yourself as a parent and maybe it encourages some people to pursue rather than delay the parenthood. So, you know, try to avoid the idiocracy scenario. If you don't know what idiocracy is, look outside of your window. But there used to be um, some movies earlier which predicted eerily accurately the future. Idiocracy was one of them. On the other hand, these new technologies introduce a host of temptations and abuses, not? Because we already have a lot of technology available for the public, not only for the military. CRISPR is one of that. Okay, now doctors could turn AI-generated images of children into reality. So what is the purpose of having a child? Okay, when you say, oh, okay, I, I want a white-skinned Caucasian, six feet, let's say six foot, three or just two, blue or green eyes and curly wavy hair, you know, and this and that kind of bone uh, structure and with a hardship face. With this AI and the IVF, the in vitro uh, fertilization, fertility clinics can create and test embryos to find a parent's ideal child. That is a beauty experience, and that is a real thing. It is not a dystopian movie concept. It is not from the Disney or the Netflix. It is the reality today. Well, not for many people because it's too expensive, but available for the public. It's already the fertility clinics can create and test embryos to find parents' ideal child. 75% of IVF clinics in the U.S. offer genetic testing. Cool, that might be good, yeah? But I don't want a child with Down syndrome. Okay, then why do you want to be a parent? I mean... It is something what you should consider. If you can't accept your child for whom that child is, then just forget it. Then go and you know enjoy yourself and die alone. The problem is that this allows parents to create multiple embryos and select that one that matches their preferred sex and eye, hair, and skin color. They can also gouge if a child will develop certain health problems. For example, in another one controversial case, deaf parents try to create a child who would inherit their deafness. That's true. That's true. And the clinics destroyed the unwanted embryo. And big fertility, this is you know big pharma, big agriculture, whatever, big corporation, whatever, big fertility knows its clientele well. It's an IVF, you know, in vitro fertility. It's a $3 billion industry just in the U.S., but the overall fertility market is about $8 billion. And there are surrogacy clinics. One of their convicted owners said, here's a little secret for all of you. There's a lot of treachery and deception in the industry because there is 
gobs of money to be made. All right. So, I don't know. For example, genetic testing doesn't always work. Last year, a couple sued their fertility clinic because the doctors failed to select a male embryo. Instead, a couple surrogate, much to their chagrin, birthed a girl. Are we talking now about eugenic concerns? Are we talking about what happened more than 100 years ago already? If you don't know what I'm talking about, Americans, learn. Educate yourself. Real knowledge will be found in your libraries. Yes, library is a thing without internet. Well, there is internet, but, you know, books, read, eyes, thoughts, do your job. Many fertility clinics report parents want children with white skin, high IQs, or specific eye colors, like blue or green. Cool. But that's what Joseph Mengele was doing, not... I don't really understand how people still want to opt for this. Because we already have the technology where even 30,000 babies can be created in an artificial womb at the same time. Sometimes plastic surgeons these days report an increase in Snapchat dysphoria. Okay? So, this term describes women who ask their doctors to make them look like the Snapchat-filtered version of themselves. Are we really hand-make ourselves? Are we really manufacture our children? Then, then, then this is an accessory like a bag, not? Because then people who commit this, they are not different from a child trafficker. Because maybe you have good intentions, both a parent and a trafficker select a child based on their own desires, but that's not an unconditional acceptance of the child. I don't care if you're Gucci bag and yeah, okay, buy that one if you like that one. But I doubt that the Walmart would be happy, you know. However, when it comes to to do God's business, because that's not yours, then you don't have love for this child, then you are just I don't know, you are just a narcissist if you want to tailor your future child. Because it's one thing to filter and and say, okay, that it is not compatible to life, then we have to let him or her go. But that means we are playing God. If you have a baby, accept the baby. A lot of people can't have the experience for medical or other reasons. Reach out to those people. Maybe they want your baby. You don't have to give up your baby to a foster care system. You can find the right and decent people if you feel that you are not the right person to continue your bloodline. But when, you know, you can also have some protection. What do you think about this? This build a child industry, which is already happening, not on a full scale, luckily, yet. Do you think it is something what we should appreciate? Do you think you would be okay if one of your neighbors, cousins, would say, hey, okay, I have a child like this, I design, and look, this is what turned out. Would we murder the soul? Or where does life begin? Because technically, that embryo is a living tissue, yeah? Or if it is not, then we are all just robots, like biological robots, not? So we have no values now. All right, controversial topic, hopefully enough, to call us. Well, you, nobody knows what the phone now anymore. Okay, you know what? You just reach to us and say, bang the door, hey! Oh, you don't know what the door is. Okay, so just say something, hey, okay? But you know what? If you want really to uh, send rotten tomatoes, just pick the right ones and send to us, and I will make a ratatouille. 
Why? Because I can't cook. Like, I can't dance, but I can cook. So, see? You've all heard the news. Climate change is destroying your future. Carbon dioxide is accumulating in the atmosphere. Global warming is killing the Great Barrier Reef. But there's more to this story. Over the last decade, total global emissions declined. Deaths from natural disasters have diminished to a few hundred a year in the United States, even as the global population quadrupled over the last century, they've declined internationally by over 90%. The Great Barrier Reef recorded the highest amount of coral in 36 years, and maybe longer because that's the amount of time that we've been studying and measuring. How come nobody is saying that? Welcome to the Neoborn and Andy a Human Show! Even the people who try to write about that or make films about it, they don't get it right. They call it 9 to 5. It is never 9 to 5. There is no free lunch break at those places. In fact, at many of them, in order to keep your job, you don't take lunch. Then there is overtime, and the books never seem to get the overtime right. And if you complain about that, there is another sucker to take your place. You know my old saying? Slavery was never abolished. It was only extended to include all the colors. And what hurts is the steadily diminishing humanity of those fighting to hold jobs. They don't want but fear the alternative verse. People simply empty out. They are bodies with fearful and obedient minds. The color leaves the eye. The voice becomes ugly. And the body, the hair, the fingernails, the shoes, everything does. As a young man, I could not believe that people could give their lives over those conditions. As an old man, I still can't believe it. What do they do it for? Sex? TV? An automobile on mostly payments? Or children? Children who are just going to do the same things that they did? Early on, when I was quite young and going from job to job, I was foolish enough to sometimes speak to my fellow workers, hey, the boss can come in here at any moment and lay all of us off just like that. Don't you realize that? They would just look at me. I was posing something that they did not want to enter their minds. Now, in industry, there are vast layoffs. They are laid off by the hundreds of thousands and their faces are stunned. I put it in 35 years. It ain't right. I don't know what to do. They never pay the slaves enough so they can get free. Just enough so they can stay alive and come back to work. I could see all this. Why couldn't they? I figured the park bench was just as good or being a bar flea was just as good. Why not get there first before they put me there? Why wait? I just wrote in disgust against it all. It was a relief to get the shit out of my system. And now that I am here, a so-called professional writer, after giving the first 50 years away, I found out that there are other disgusts beyond the system. 
I remember once working as a packer in this lighting fixture company, one of the packers suddenly said, I never be free. One of the bosses was walking by and he let out his delicious cackle of a laugh, enjoying the fact that his fellow was trapped for life. So, the luck I finally had in getting out of those places, no matter how long it took, has given me a kind of joy, the jolly joy of the miracle. I now write from an old mind, an old body, long beyond the time when most men would ever think of continuing such a thing, but since I started so late, I owe it to myself to continue, and when the words begin to falter, and I must be helped up stairways, and I can no longer tell a bluebird from a paperclip, I still feel that something in me is going to remember how I have come through the murder and mess and the moil to at least a generous way to die. To not have entirely wasted one's life seems to be a worthy accomplishment, if only for myself. All right, this was written by Charles Bukowski. If you don't know who Charles Bukowski is, well, shame on you. Okay, learn. And learn his story, his life. It was very interesting. Despite being a good writer, he just gave up everything and said, all right, I don't want to be a cogwheel in the machine. Was he antisocial? No, I think he was just absolutely normal. Okay, so what are your takes? Do you agree? Does it resonate with you? Who do we have here? Of course, we have Julius! The Manchester Rocker. Well, it's from his latest album, and it's the third track. The other title is Julius, and the track title is Port to Port. If you ever loved this Springsteen, well, this is a British version. He's awesome, he's great, listen to Julius, and it's a good song, so I shut up now. Listen to it, and buy his album. My ship is loaded, but I'm feeling fine. Okay, what would you do if your kid got home and your kid would shout to you and cry without saying a word, but you would say, okay, your kid is in pain and there is something wrong. And when you checked your kid, you would say, oh my God, the arms are full of swollen bites and terrible things. But your kid still unable talking because that's a condition of your kid, which you still cry. And you would try to 
put the picture together that, hey, that was not the thing when you sent your kid to school and after school it happens. So what's going on? All right, this is a real thing. And um, it happened a little bit earlier. We are going back to the past because we are time traveling back to the future. The In, in Green Bay, <laughs> Wisconsin, where else? Okay, Wisconsin is getting to be like Canada these days. This kid came home with bruises on her arm after being beaten by another student multiple times on the school bus. All right. Okay, so this little girl called Lillian is developmentally delayed and cannot speak. Cool, it happens. Cool. But it's even better that she's not kept at home, but she goes to other kids, so that's a great idea. But it happened in a school bus. She was sitting just behind the bus driver, and she was screaming like hell. There are videos about that. And um, she couldn't get away from these bitings by another student because she was in a five-point harness car seat. It's very disgusting what is on the video. The question is why? How come? Okay, you're, you're a bus driver. You, you don't see this because you have to focus on the road. But you can't hear it? A screaming child? And once again, what kind of other parent you are that your child is biting another child? Not once or twice, or it's not a fight, but torturing another child continuously. Probably the that's not enough to expel a child from the school, but there are serious problems. You know why I'm mentioning it? But the other day, it just happened in another bus with another developmentally hindrance child uh, who, who who had a special needs chair and so on back of the bus. And in that bus, there was also um, a helper, okay? But this helper, despite all the regulations, was completely engaged to her phone. And the girl died in the harness because something got loose and uh, she just suffocated. And of course, 25 minutes later, you can't resuscitate a child, yeah? And uh, that happens. So it keeps happening in more and more places. How come that we as society care less and less? First, maybe it started with the homeless. Most people said we don't want to see homeless, so instead of eradicating the problem, they eradicated the homeless. In many cities now, there are regulations, you can't be a homeless. You have a limited time to sit in a bench, or you can't lay in a bench, or you can't behave like we deem it is not good to behave like. And what? So there is no written regulations, and why would other people who are not fortunate enough to live in some places because something happened in their life before, and I'm not saying everybody is a good guy who's a homeless, but it is not about having a house or not having a house. It, it is completely different. You can be a decent person in the house or outside the house. And um, what happens now that people turn away from the homeless problems by just kicking them out or driving the cars, not long there. All right, but now we are turning away from handicapped children or other people because emotionally we have been abusing each other for a long while. I might have done that I, unintentionally, but I try to do my best. And maybe you, dear listener, also do your best. But how come that more and more cases appear and goes into mainstream or the social media saying that people just couldn't care less. I mean, when you see a child with a parent, doesn't mind if it's yours or not, you pay extra attention, not? Especially the crossings, uh, the pedestrian way. Okay, Americans don't know what a pedestrian way is. You you pay attention, extra attention at the playgrounds or whatever, and you don't just, just 
you have an extra eye there. Why? Because that's what makes you a dad and responsible social member, not what do you think? Yes, God is real. You're optimistic that we'll get to a place where we're, we recognise that our similarities are greater than our differences? Yes. And so if I make Russell Brand, I know I don't think this is a job role you want, but if I make you Prime Minister or President of the world, how, how do you systemically change things to help us achieve the objectives you've described in connection, community, kindness and togetherness? What are the things? I've asked so many people this question, no one's ever wanted to answer it. Well, because it's so big. Here I am. (laughs) (laughs) Bring power as close as possible to the people affected by it. Default to decentralization and localization wherever possible. Of course, this will not immediately yield perfection. But have you looked out of your window? We are not competing with perfection. We are competing with corruption. So what do we want most of all we want true democracy all the values that people espouse are the values we should be practicing they say the world does not need more people to believe in god just for those of us that do to start acting like it to start acting like you believe god is real welcome to the neoborn and andy a human show what would you think if you happen to be let's say, light-asking person, and you have a child with your other light-asking person mate, and your whole family is light-asking, okay? And then you have a black baby. You would say, okay, I wasn't cheating, and you? Maybe, yeah, it's genetics, maybe, maybe it is crazy, because it, it can actually happen. Crazy story. It ends well, by the way. It happened to Daphna Cardinal that she endured trauma, because she learned that she had been carrying an other woman's baby. Yes, that's not something what I make up. It sounds like an F category, I don't know, student university movie, but it's not. So it was again at the fertility clinic, and the two California couples gave birth at each other's babies after a mix-up, and they spent months raising the children. They weren't theirs before swapping the infants. Okay, so this Daphna and uh, her husband Alexander had immediate suspicions that the girl she gave birth wasn't theirs because the child had a darker complexion than they do. What? Why don't they say he was black and they were white? Come on, that's colors. But they surprised the doubts because they fell in love with the baby and trusted the in vitro fertilization process and the doctors. Months later, they realized that it was another couple's baby. And their baby was carried out by another woman. So everybody is now suffering trauma. And yes, of course, it is betrayal, anger, fear, heartbreak. I mean, how can you even comprehend this? And what would you do? So long story short, the Los Angeles-based California Center for Reproductive Health was sued, including its owner, Dr. Elia Moore, for medical malpractice, breach of contract, negligence, and fraud. Cool. Luckily, the, the, the families got together, they swapped their children back. But, you know, what about bonding? What about childhood trauma as a child? So what they could do is that they try to extend these two families, uh, their own family, with each other. And so far, it is working out well. So that's the upside of the story. But um, just, you know, how would you feel and what would you do when it turned out that hey i carried a baby but that's not mine and they say okay but i grew and they attached and the baby attached to me and now let's swap back 
And I know it is not the first time because in all times babies were taken out f- uh, from the mother's room and easily were, you know, swabbed and so on. And uh, they did happen earlier too, but now it's in your womb that you're carrying the embryo, which is not yours. And um, yeah, and for the child when it grows up, it will be a well hard work to be emotionally secure all the time. So what would you do? And and uh, once again, it's very good that people can have a chance to have babies through this kind of IVF. But on the other hand. It just shows how the system is irresponsible and how easily things can go loose and to hell. So, how would you feel? You know what country was invaded during the Iraq war? There was like a, a war overseas. Like, do you know what country uh, was invaded by the U.S.? Korea? What is it? Korea? Yeah, the Korean War. Korea? Yeah, yeah. What is 11% of 100? 11% of 100. Around what number is it? Wouldn't that be like 80 sign? It would be somewhere around there. I'm not Give popular. me a number, you're close. 75? Yes, very good. Do you know who the first female vice president was? Um, Michelle Obama? Yes, very good. Okay, a firm founded by Rishi Sunak's father-in-law signed a billion-dollar deal with BP two months before the Prime Minister opened hundreds of new licenses for oil and gas extraction in the North Sea. In May, the Times of India reported that Infosys backed a huge deal from the global energy company, which is thought to be the second largest in the history of the firm. The Indian IT company is owned by the Prime Minister's wife's family, although Sunak has insisted the matter of no legitimate public interest. Previously, Sunak invested 500 million of his personal finances into Moderna, the vaccine producer, through a company that he helped set up, called Telema Partners, in a notorious tax haven in the Cayman Islands prior to the pandemic. He went on to allow Moderna to set up massive new vaccine interest in the UK while refusing to say if he was profiting from the vaccine roll out. Okay, so what are your guts, Brits? Come on, once again, a guy who is just like Trudeau or Biden. What is on, why, why an unelected person? Well, Biden is elected to, well, according to some people. What's well, so why? You have this unelected person who hasn't even lived in the UK and then Prime Minister number 26 in the year and then just it's doing this. Why? Why do you let this happening? Uh, not to mention that this British PM is a VEF 2030 agenda devotee. Okay, so in a normal country, this would be considered as uh, not just corruption, but like a mob mentality or very, very evil. You still let it happen? That's not democracy. Democracy doesn't mean that you let things happen. Democracy means you fight for it all the time. I'll be blunt as well. Housing isn't a primary federal responsibility. 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 All right, dear Americans, how do you like your life? Do you feel safe? Because, for example, no nuclear testing anymore in the Nevada desert or no dumping nuclear waste barrels in the shore of New Jersey anymore? Cool, isn't it? Yeah, it all happened. Alrighty, but did you know that there are biolabs all around you? 
Oh, that's crazy, it's not true. Well, there are actually 14 biosafety level 4 BSL-4 labs in the United States. But if you see in the BSL-3 level biosafety labs, there are more than 200, and that was in 2015. So if you are, for example, in Maryland, near Washington, there are 3 BSL-4 and 13 BSL-3 labs in operation. Did you know that this great Anthony Fauci, who has always been telling the lies, runs several BSL-4 labs, including the NIAID Integrated Research Facility at Fort Detrick, where the anthrax used in the 2001 false flag attacks is said to have originated. Oh my God, what were you talking about, this DARPA institution? Nothing, nothing. I want to go back to the United States. I don't want to come out. Okay. But if you are in Chapel Hill, you know, North Carolina, you are in the vicinity of six BSL-3 labs on the University of North Carolina's campus. Where virus engineer Ralph Barrick works. The scientist who worked with Shi Zhang Li of the Wuhan Institute of Virology and Peter Dasak of EcoHealth Alliance to create viruses eerily similar to SARS-CoV-2. In fact, one of Barrick's viruses might even be identical. Okay, no, no, that's far-fetched. Okay, but if you are in Seattle, Washington, you are close to one of the BSS-3 labs funded by Bill Gates, the Center for Global Infectious Disease research. Okay, there Gates employs one of the nation's top virus hunters, Scott Dowell. But why is it important? Because Fauci decided to fund research on the H5N1 bird flu virus that was akin to weaponization. The Gates Foundation grant supported Fauci's handpick scientists and their gain-of-function experiments. Okay, in that place. Oh, but if you are in Berkeley, California, your neighbor is Bayer. Which recently got approval to build an expanded biological research facility on its 46-acre campus over the objections of local residents. You know, that's the location where the 2016 ammonia leak happened. And Bayer has a 30-year development plan, including the request that restrictions on certain kinds of DNA research be lifted. Oh, Bayer claims that it will not manipulate viral particles to make them more pathogenic. But the company has refused to commit in writing or to ruling out all the research on viruses and bacteria. That could be considered gain of function. Okay, the Bayer acquired Monsanto in 2016. Oh, it's only agrochemical business. Primarily, it's carcinogenic glyphosate-based herbicide Roundup. But also, it's a vaccine company. Okay, if you are in San Francisco, California, one of your neighborhood biologists belongs to Verily. A biotech company that Google CEO Eric Schmidt launched out of parent company Alphabet in 2016. Okay, and it turns out that Google had funded Wuhan collaborator Peter Dasak's virus experiments for over a decade. The news was explosive for a number of reasons. Most notably that Google has censored the lab origin hypothesis. And Eric Schmidt's foundation is funding the COVID commission planning group. Okay, yeah, so just let's, you know, cherry pick a couple of other things. We can talk about the Global Virum Project in 2020. It was rolled out into the Trinity College led by Google, Microsoft, Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, Facebook, GSK, the Clinton Health Access Foundation, John Hopkins Bloomberg School of Public Health, the Vaccine Confidence Project and several other corporations and corporate non-profits. Okay, if you're in Boston, Massachusetts, <laughs> you live in the shadow of Boston University's National Emerging Infection diseases laboratories. A BSL-4 facility that the city tried to prevent with a ban on risky research in 2004 and 2014. Yes, it's also in a hub of nine BSL-3 biolabs, including the Broad Institute. And uh, very, 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 very interesting 
that in 2021, the Broad Institute of MIT, which is there, and Harvard, launched a new 300 million Eric and Wendy Schmidt Center, a collaboration of biopharmaceutical companies, including Genentech, a member of Roche Group, AstraZeneca, Novartis, and technology and research companies, including DeepMind, Google Research, and Microsoft. <sighs> Wow! Isn't it interesting that the Broad Institute is run by founder Eric Lander, who made a brief cameo as the richest member of Biden's cabinet. Before resigning in acknowledgement of a well-known, decades-long problem of abusive workplace behavior. Particularly towards women. But not before doing a pump and dump on his BioNTech stocks. Very interesting that on the President's Councils of Advisors of Science and Technology during the Obama administration, Eric Schmidt and Eric Lander crafted pandemic planning document for the 2009 H1N1 outbreak. That now reads like a blueprint for the government response to COVID-19. To replete with the terms like social distancing. On the side note, social distancing was never a scientific term. For what it works. Most scientists say and doctors say hey, social distancing doesn't matter. It is a political term. Social distancing mandated separation, which killed a lot of people as a result, was never suggested by the doctors. It was always suggested by politicians. So interesting. There are more and more biolabs, of course, all around, but so not only Ukraine. The problem is that okay, it might be a good thing. Cool. But when you put together things that most of them are used, completely decimate the humanity, then uh, probably it is not far-fetched to think that most of them are not in the favor of the human existence. So why do you let this happen? You say, oh, they have weapons. Come on, you also have another weapon called don't buy shite. Work with each other. Have somebody in your surroundings who still have a garden, you know, and have the food from there. Don't buy fast fashion. Don't buy another phone. Even this money guy, the football player, you know, he uses a very old iPhone, a broken one. He's saying that he doesn't forget where he's coming from and supports from his salary, which is pretty high, other people in his home country. That's the normal thing to do. This is a rebellion. This is a smart rebellion. This is what it takes to have guts. Or one of my favorites from the last couple of years, Rashford, when he said, hey, I grew up hungry. I know what it means. So if the government doesn't want to give food, here is my money. I'm giving food for the children. So government, do you want to push it? Yeah, it was still in the time when the clown was there, you know, the PM. All right, it was very funny. It was very accurate. And we did not travel back in time for being in the present to influence the future. No, 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 no. But did you know that somebody who controls the narrative of the past that will also affect the future and rule the present? I mean, it's very interesting. It's very interesting if you just let yourself to be uprooted from reality and your own past and you start to adopt your own feelings and premonitions and hunches, then after a while you'll be sad and nothing will help you. Oh, maybe a lot of drinks at the pub. Yeah, of course. And how do you look like laying down or having a competition who can drink a pint faster? Usually women win. How and why we are not happier? How and why we are not rebelling? With a cause, the right way. Okay, I'm not saying... Burn cars is never good. I'm not saying you should go against people, never good. But you should go against in the right way with, with, with ideas, thoughts, and actions. One of the rebellion in the book, uh, Firehand 451, was that you memorized books. Well, you know what? It happened in the gulags. If you don't know what the gulag is, well, it's a camp. Hey, it's a labor camp. You never come back from there. If you don't know who socialism was, read. Read. 
read and it might not be comfortable for your mind but after a while maybe some thought initiation or spark might occur and of course you can enjoy everything and everything and uh, you can find the movie sound of freedom and then you just watch it i can't advocate more or less about this one it is without violence it is without well it is without that kind of violence that we got used to from even a tv series it's not a jack bauer version uh then no blood no nudes no boobs no cursing oh yeah come on so what's there no drinking come on what is interesting there you know what you will see it and you will feel and you will deny it. Oh, it can't be real. Unfortunately, based on the facts, what you can deduct uh, all around in the internet, you can find and deduct your own reality from that. Mm, it is really something what we should pay more attention to with action. But they know the story and they know the playbook that they always have. Lie, deride, besmirch, make in your windows. Tell flat-out untruths. Because you quoted Hitler, you support Hitler. I guess every history book in America supports Hitler now. They all quote him. And here's the thing. Whether you're talking about Adolf Hitler, whether you're talking about Chairman Mao, whether you're talking about Stalin, whether you're talking about Pol Pot, whether you're talking about uh, uh, Castro in Cuba or whether you're talking about a dozen other despots all around the globe, it is time for us to get back and start reading some of those quotes. It's time for us to start teaching our children some of those quotes. It's time for us to start teaching our children about the dirty, despicable, awful things that those communist and socialist despots did in our history. All right. Love thy neighbor as yourself. You know what? Love thy neighbor more. Because if you are still high on drugs or Netflix binge watching, you don't love yourself enough. Go to the nature. Find yourself. Believe me, you are not going to boil unless you are in fear or in Texas because uh, usually that's you know desert but in Britain come on you won't and in other places either uh, we haven't talked too much about uh, Australia or the rest of the world uh, why because there's next time all the time there is next time all right listen to the good people appreciate each other and you know if you are not fighting with yourself in yourself then you will be a better person if you are a better person you will love other people more okay enjoy your time you know what we will make this earth a better place you i and the rest of the gang and if somebody doesn't want to come swap themselves Meet your ears next time. Father and the fears in their eyes. I will miss your morning star that darkened the sky. I will miss all your fears that broke all my heart. I will miss your imperfections that showed you complete. I will miss your body that made me so. I should sing about liberty, teach about equality. Show the way of forgiveness, spark a light of hopefulness. Yet I'm trapped in my inequality, impairing inability, self-implied redemption, frozen love in action. I will miss your morning star that darkened the sky.
This has been the Nia Born and Ania Human Show. Presented by two purple rabbits from behind Jupiter in a hidden moon at a secret base in an undisclosed location. (laughs) 